Um, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> it's amazing this podcast. We cannot start this like seriously. It's like <laughs> it's just laughing here. I have an amazing guest today. It's my amazing friend Urta, and Hello. yes, this is you guys are gonna love this episode because we it's like crazy our story and everything that we're gonna talk about. It's gonna be super interesting. But basically, do you wanna? you know, introduce yourself, tell a little bit about yourself and yeah. Absolutely. So number one, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Like I said, it's my first time doing it. So I'm really excited and forgive me if I stumble over my words a little bit, but I'm really excited. And I think first of all, it's worth mentioning how we met, which we yeah. actually seeing each other's face for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, we totally met on Instagram a year ago because I found Vera's podcast when I needed it the most. I was like in a dark period of my life. And through the podcast, just listening to her nice words and following her on Instagram, like I got myself to where I am right now. And what I'm doing right now is I am fully employed, like a full-time job as an account executive at this massive global marketing agency working for a big client. So like, you know, good job. Mm -hmm. And six months ago, I launched myself as a eyelash extension artist. So I do that on the side. Thank you. It's been one hell of a journey. But we're here to share that story and to share like what it takes to start and basically to get yourself to like six months mark yeah. in the business. Yeah. And we're going to start with some rapid fire questions. So, you know, you guys can get to know you. Irten, I'm, I'm so excited to do this because it's the first time that I'm doing like rapid fire questions and I was so excited to like come up with these. So right. is this ready? something that you have to like answer real quick without thinking about it? Yeah, I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh my God. Okay, it's going to be some stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. It's going to show your, you know, through colors, like real. Okay. First question is that what was the first thing that you did this morning when you woke up? Shit. First, the very first thing that I did this morning was thank God that I woke up. That's my number one thing to do is like, thank you for being alive. Um, yeah. And the next first thing that I did was play music. I would like play my um, Spotify mm -hmm. playlist that's called Boss As Bitch. Oh my so God, I love that. <laughs> get myself in a groove. Um, yeah. Next question. I like that. Okay. What is your favorite quote? Ooh, can I have a few? Like, okay. So take time. That's one of the biggest quotes I always follow because I find myself like if I have a challenge or just a difficult situation that I've never been in before, if I give time, things and answers just come to me, like anything, yeah. like sorrows, heartbreaks, challenges, good things, bad things, everything passes with time. So you just got to give time. Um, that's one of my favorite quotes. Um, like stop and smell the roses, I think would be kind of like the same thing. Just take mm -hmm. time. Um, trust yourself. Oh my God. Like listen to your gut. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's very, so these like oh, personal quotes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I like that. Yeah. Those are really yeah. Okay. Next question. What is a country that you want to visit that you haven't already been to? 
Why do you ask such hard questions? I'd say India. India. First of my mind, India. <laughs> Why do you want to go there? What's about it? Um, you know, there's just like so much information about India that I don't know. And I think that's what attracts me is a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I've seen some people just recently went to India and I watched their Instagram and it looks surreal. Like it looks exactly like Google images. So I'm like, I want to go there mm-hmm. and I want to see how it looks in real life. So, yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to go as well. I've also seen so many people going there recently. I don't know why. Yeah, I want to travel the world in general. Yeah. But, um, India I think would be like a cool place to visit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question. Um, if you would get million, hold on, you have pounds there. I have euros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what currency. A million money. Just a million, million money. money. <laughs> what would you spend it on right now? You, get that? Um, you know, it's funny that I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, if I became a millionaire overnight, what would I do? I think first of all, I would try to give back and either it would be either my family or, you know, pick a charity that I like or some, like support somebody, obviously pay off my loans that I have. I have mm-hmm. 70 student loans. Um, but yeah, first of all, I would get, give back and other, other part, I would just invest into myself and my business to make more money. Yeah. What about you? What would you do if you like? No, uh, these are my questions to you. <laughs> I haven't thought about <laughs> I I would definitely um also like invest a lot in my business. I would travel. I would also give like oh my god, like especially just to my like my family is my like number one thing that I when I'm making a lot of money, like I want to take them on like trips. I want to pay their loans. Yeah. Like just definitely like have your have your family set up and then yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And- yeah, travel and invest and be very smart about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of shopping and could, definitely. I would so get like a pair of shoes and a pair of hoops and like Yeah. Yeah, cute stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. So what is a book that has impacted you the most? Okay, that's a very easy question. So it's by Brenna Brown. It's called The Gifts of Imperfections. I absolutely swear by that book. Um, Me and my ex, we were going through like a rough time. And through that rough time, I started like really questioning myself and my own worth and my values. Mm -hmm. And I looked into, I found this book, I started reading it and oh my God, it changed my life. And the way I communicate with like other people at work and family and all the boys in my life and all these things. And yeah, that's definitely my go-to. I read it three times and I would read it again. I need to read that because I haven't read that. So It's so good. Like in general, listen to Brenna Brown stuff. She talks about being vulnerable and just being yourself to like authentic self, true to core and how simple life is if you actually put that into practice definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend it. All right. Um, okay. Next question. Best thing that has happened this year. Oh shit. I keep counting the blessings because there's been so many 2019 has been a life. Okay. Um, I think the best year that happened to me this year was my breakup with my ex. Um, because the year was going on very well before that, but the minute we broke up, I just kind of 
took control of my own self-worth and invested so much time into myself. And because of that, everything else like grew tremendously into like amazing stuff. So yeah, yeah my breakup, my definitely my breakup. Same, like seriously. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your stories on Instagram. I was like, yeah. You have no idea how much I can relate and I'm like such a different human being after the breakup and I thought he was the one. I thought this is it. We are here for the rest of our lives and we're planning this future and it was like distance relationship. So I thought, "Oh my god, I'm going to be moving back to America or he's going to be moved to London." And when things didn't work out and then when I realized that without him I'm doing so much better and I'm so much more fulfilled, I was like what the hell like I was in such a dark place because of that is like crazy crazy so yeah yeah um okay next question one thing that you want to accomplish during the next decade because we're starting a new decade in like a month it's What's like <laughs> I have so much going on and to think about the next decade is like it gives me anxiety but I think the next decade I would like to be a millionaire in the next like five to 10 years. So to be a millionaire in the next decade, I have a lot of work to do when it comes to like growing my business and hiring people and working on myself, like my spirituality and my self-worth and just networking and getting myself out there. So become a millionaire. That's I my like goal. I like that. Yes. <laughs> So, like they say get rich and die trying you know <laughs> yeah um okay what is something that you wish everyone in the world knew hmm. about me or about like about anything? like life like something that you know just yeah. one thing that i wish the world would know i would say Hmm, that's not a rabbit fire question or whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, because <I'm thinking, laughs> you know, usually people ask like dogs or cats or. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say I wish people knew how far honesty can take them so people would stop lying. Mm. Yeah, because being honest and being authentic self is going to take you so far and to like amazing places. So I wish they knew and I wish they practiced that. I love that. Yes. That, like, yes. I love doing now these questions because I'm like, I did it. It's really good. Yeah. It's very thought-provoking. I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, we have two more questions. So what makes you feel empowered? Ooh, myself. I think setting goals and seeing how I'm achieving it then makes me think, okay, I can do more. I can do bigger. I can do more. I can do better. And like crossing things off my to-do list. I'm like, yeah, yes, this, this. And obviously music, Beyonce, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, like Destiny Shaz, like, yes. So myself and music. Amazing. Okay. Last question. So recommend a podcast. Cannot be mine. I know you'll love it. <laughs> But a podcast for everyone who is listening, what's like one of your favorites? Okay, my favorite, I have a few. So one would be yours, but I'm not recommending it because you told me not to. <laughs> um, my favorite second podcast would be Unfuck Your Brain. Um, and 
Another one would be receipts. So Unfuck Your Brain is really about, it's like life coaching and business coaching. And then receipts is just these three girls in London chatting about everything. And it's so cool. And I think um, they're, they're building up women's worth through all these dilemmas that people submit. So yeah, it's really cool. So listen to Unfuck Your Brain and receipts. Amazing. I'm definitely going to check those out because I had not heard of them before. So. Oh yeah. You're going to, you're going to love it both. Yeah. You're going to love it both. Okay. Well, let's now dig deep into what has been, basically I, by the way, checked like when was the day it's almost a year ago when you sent me the message on Instagram. It was the 1st of November and now it's like the 26th. Are you serious? Yeah. And look where we are right now. Like we're, we're literally checking in right now. Yeah, <laughs> November 1st. Hold on. I have to like, do you have the message open? Because I'm really keen to see like, what did I say? So like we can like. Check it. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. I think I remember that I was just looking for a way out. I was like stuck in my head and like miserable with my life. Everything was just unhappy in my life. Like I hated my work. I hated my coworkers. I didn't have a good relationship with my family. I thought that I'm like broke and have all this debt and like, oh my God, I'm going to be stuck in this position. Basically, I didn't see any light. And I was looking for some podcast or something good to listen. I came across your podcast and then I send you a message. Let me see if I can find it. It's been a year ago. Oh my God. (laughs) So long ago. Hold on. I'm scrolling. We talk a lot too. (laughs) I know, right? Okay. So I found it. It's November 1st, 2018. It says, Vera, right? That's how you say your name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it says, Vera, hi. My name is Urte. I currently live in London. Last night I had this breakdown about how lonely and loser I am, how broke I am, and all other nasty thoughts. Oh my God. I can't even read this. It's embarrassing. This morning, I woke up feeling stupid about it. Seeing my eyes puffy from crying made me feel very guilty in front of my own self. So I wanted to get some inspiration, positive thoughts. I found your podcast on Spotify. Your talks speak, speak my mind and to my heart. Wanted to say thank you for what you're doing because it is going to be my new thing I listen to, and it totally is. <laughs> it's nice to know that someone else out there in a different country was in my shoes and made out of it. It means I will make it out of it too with a little bit of work. I also just saw a post about money, don't say expensive, and that's exactly what I'm struggling with now. I feel like I cannot afford a single thing in my life, and I find myself super upset because I can't buy a new piece of clothing or go out for some drinks with friends. That post just felt so enlightening. Thank you. So, I know. It was a sad moment, wasn't it? A sad, sad moment. So I think from there, I was just constantly listening to your podcasts. And, um, I had a feeling that I have to take control of my life. And as the new year was approaching, I promised myself that 2019 is going to be the year when I take absolute responsibility for every choice that I make. Um, I wrote down the things that I want to accomplish in this 2019. One of them was to start my business. Other was like to change my mindset about myself and my self-worth and money. But one was to start my business So 2019 comes and end of February, I took the course for lash extensions. 2019, May 1st, I launched myself as a sole trader. So I'm like officially a business owner. (laughs) And I've been very successful since. 
to, so November 1st, 2019, which is a year late, I sent it a text message. I, I celebrated six months of my business. So how fucking crazy is this? Now that we're looking back. <laughs> so in those six months, I've learned so much about myself, about business, about connection with people, about content, social media, managing money, finances, saving. Oh my God, I'm like out of breath. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, so I forgot what I was going to say. I just totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't like, it's just so crazy. Like it has been so cool to watch that journey. Like from the moment you sent me that message and then seeing you, I remember when you started your new Instagram account for your like lash lashes and everything. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's doing this stuff and like really like moving forward and like messaging with you and like really just being like, it has been so cool to follow that. And like, what, what do you think, like, what had been, like, like, what have been the biggest kind of mindset shifts or was it, I know that the first thing what you did was to take responsibility and that is like the biggest thing for people to do. But what do you feel like what have been like kind of the biggest shifts like in your mindset and what really have now? Um, I think like the biggest shift in my mindset was, um, hmm, there's many, just kind of through my meditation, like, cause I was meditating a lot and I was seeing a therapist every week for six months. Um, I was like heavily practicing, uh, positive thinking and journaling. And I think through all this to know that the, the blue sky is already there. That's like a quote that I always say to myself, just to know that the bright side is already there. And I just have to like tap into it. Um, so whenever whenever I had like a crappy day, I'd be like, wait a minute, the blue sky is already there. What are you doing? Like, don't let yourself just spiral down into your old habits. And I think having faith and believing in yourself and and just blindly trusting that the blue sky is already there was the biggest mind shift that helped me get through, you know, those times where I was doubting myself. I didn't know that I'm going to make it. Well, I didn't make it yet, but like, I didn't know that I'm going to be able to start my business and how I'm going to do certain things. And it was just anxiety, but I was like, the blue sky is already there. I just have to like tap into it. I just have to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you, cause you, you said that, you know, like you wrote, I don't know if this was like before we started, if you said it now during when we were recording, but that you wrote, you know, the, like the goals for this year, like the things that you wanted to do and that, you know, by the like, half of the year like you were already pretty much like crushing all of your goals but like yeah. I was really curious to know like how did you feel when you wrote those th- things down last year like was it in December or something like yeah I think it was between Christmas and New Year's around that time yeah and how and did you feel back then like when you wrote those things down did you think that you're gonna accomplish everything or no not at all I was just writing it down at that moment I was writing things down that it would be nice to have because then, you know, I was feeling just blah about myself. So I was writing things down. I was like, you know, a year from now, I am happy. I have my own business. I'm making this money. I'm doing all these things. So everything that I wanted at that moment, I wrote it down and I left it. I, I left it. I just kind of closed my journal 
And I said, you know what? I'm going to look back next year and see what happened. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even think about it. I was just like living my life and trying to accomplish like daily tasks and like a goal a week or like a goal a month. And then when I looked back, I was like, oh my God, all these little goals that I accomplished make the big goals that I wrote down a year ago, like six months ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had no faith in myself. Like I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do it because I want to change, but I don't think this is going to happen. And it's magical. <laughs> it yeah. But that's, I feel like so many people also just think that it's pointless to write those things down. But I feel like once you actually put them like on paper and even if you leave your journal and whatever, but it has been like, then kind of printed on the paper, but also into your brain. Yeah. And it's there like at the back of your mind, still like yeah. writing your Because, you know, I'm sure you're aware of this. Like your brain doesn't know the difference between the past and the future. It's always in the present. So if you write down things that you really, really want, your brain is thinking that you already have it. Like it's the present thing. So then it's just like as a human being, you create all these vibrations into the universe and it's a physical thing. There's books about it that, you can actually move things with your, your like thoughts. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just like create this atmosphere and aura around you and everything starts aligning like slowly without you noticing it. Yeah. That's powerful tool. Like definitely write things down. Definitely write things down. Have you been doing any other like, I don't know, practical things? Like have you been journaling? You said that you've been like meditating and everything. Like what have been kind of the tools that have helped you the most? Yeah. So I think like, the number one tool that I never go a day without without it is journaling at the end of the day, writing things down that I'm grateful for. And when I started doing it, I literally just opened my notebook and said, thank you. I don't know what I'm thanking for, but just thank you. And, and then, you know, slowly I would try to find one thing that I'm grateful for. I would write it down. And then in the morning, I would just go about my day. And throughout the day, I would think, okay, what am I going to write down in my journal at the end of the day? So I automatically was looking for things to be grateful for. Uh -huh. And that's how it kind of like snowball effect. So I would throughout the day, look for things to be grateful for, write it down at the end of the night, at the end of the day, the next day, it's the same thing, the same thing. And then you just, you're just grateful about everything. So I do this religiously every night, no matter if I'm drunk or if I have people next to me or like I'm um, somewhere traveling, I write down on my phone and then I rewrite in my journal. It's a religious thing for me to write down at least three things that I'm grateful for, but now it's like two pages every night. So I'm like, <laughs> everything, everything's going great. You know, um, meditation is definitely key. Um, even if it's like 10 minutes, I try to do like 20 to 30 minutes once a week. Um, but if I'm like anxious or find myself stressed out or I have like a lot of things going on, I try to do 10 minutes each morning or before I go to bed, just kind of like find like a hum, you know, Zen peace, like 10 minutes to myself and think about nothing. And it helps ground myself and relax. And then once you relax, everything else is just like easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are like my top two, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Like gratitude is something that it's so crazy. I remember when I started doing it and it was so, for some reason, so hard to like, like, and like look for things that I'm grateful for, like things that are actually good in my life. And then yeah. now it's like, I could literally write a freaking book right now of like things that are like exactly. the tiniest things that 
Like exactly. Yeah. Because at first when you start, you're like, what am I even grateful for? But then you realize I'm grateful for being able to walk and talk and see yeah. things and see color because there's so many people out there that they can't see color. And, you know, I'm grateful for having family and, and just the small things that you take for granted. And then other things be, have a quote printed on my vision board that's on my wall. And it says, focus on the good and the good gets better. So it's like... I love that. Gratefulness. Yeah. Gratefulness. That's amazing. Can we talk about, Nats, I did not plan to talk, like, ask you about this, but now I'm curious. <laughs> but because you've mentioned it, like, before, that the best thing this year was your, like, breakup that, like, empowered you. And because yes. I've been talking about this a lot recently, and I would just love to kind of hear, like, it's a very personal thing, a personal thing, like, just you know, share whatever you feel yeah. sharing, but I want to hear kind of your experience and how it empowered you. Cause I know like literally this year I've like, there's so many in my, like people in my life that have broken up and I know people who are in the process of breaking up right now. And it's so terrifying. They're, they're so scared. Mm. So just for like those girls who are like just terrified to break up and like, you know, help, help other women. Yeah. That it can be I so can empowering. totally like I can totally relate to the fear of being like single or being rejected because I wasn't afraid to like be on my own. I've been on my own before and I've done a lot of things on my own, so that was fine. But just knowing that somebody doesn't want you, I mm-hmm. think that's like the uncomfortable feeling that you have to kind of like swallow. And you know, we were doing the distance relationship. And we were, we were working really hard and I think things were going well, but because of, um, I think we weren't supposed to be together in first place, but we didn't like realize. So things started to like pile up and switch in my mindset. And I I was like expecting things from him and, and it was just not having it. And so we decided that we're going to take a break right before we broke up. Mm -hmm. And, um, the break was around like three weeks. So mind you, he lives across the ocean and we were like barely talking for three weeks when we had scheduled calls every other day. So that was like nerve wracking. There was days where I was in such anxiety. I was like, Oh my God, how I'm going to do this with that. I would, couldn't sleep. I would wake up at like six in the morning and have like a shot of whiskey because my anxiety was so high. Yeah. I couldn't just calm myself down. I needed like alcohol or like something else to just relax. Mm. And, um, thank God I had my therapist. Um, so I had like, I had an opportunity to talk to my therapist about it and she kind of prepared me for the conversation. So she, he, my ex, my ex or my boyfriend at the time came to visit me in London and we knew that we're going to have a talk and decide what are we doing? Like our relationship is struggling. What are we doing? Mm. And I was ready to have that talk. And my goal was not to break up or make up. My goal was to hear his side and speak my side. So having that goal in mind kind of like helped me out to um, be okay with whatever outcome. Cause you know, I wasn't focusing on like, Oh, we're going to break up or make up. I was like, I want to just hear his side and, and speak my side and then see, and then, and then focus on the next step. Mm-hmm. And then, so we had like a conversation for the set. So he was here for like three or four days, I think. So the first day we didn't talk. And then, um, the second day we had the conversation and we just kind of left it. And then we said, we're going to revisit. And then another day and a half went by and we, we were spending like a great time together. 
and then we revisited the topic and the entire weekend they were like together I had knew deep down in my heart I was like we need to break up but mm -hmm. the fear I was like, how am I going to find a new person? He's such a, such a good guy for me. And we click and, oh my God, he's so perfect. And we've been through so much together and we're doing this distance relationship and he's so supportive and blah, 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 all these things. Like how I'm going to do without all that? Like he was another part of me. And, but I deep down my heart, I just knew that we have to break up because there was something missing and I couldn't like put my finger on it. And we decided like, it was kind of like mutual. It was like, okay, that's it. We, we just parting ways. And first couple of weeks, I didn't know that I was like depressed, but I was depressed. And my friends were like, you just need to get out. You just need to take a break. I was like, no, no, no. I have to work, 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 like keep myself busy. Um, so first couple of weeks were really, really hard, but then I think with every day it was easier. Like you get a, you know, we humans were creatures of habit. So after a week you get used to the fact of, that he's not texting you or calling you. Then another week you get used to the fact that during those times where we had our scheduled calls, now I can meditate and mm -hmm. focus on myself. And, you know, after like three weeks, you I completely start to like forget that I'm supposed to expect a text from him. And I still think about him up to this day and like do miss the guy and wish him the best. But um, I think the breakup was the right thing to do. And after just only after some time, you understand that it yeah. was good. So yeah, give time. Like I said, <laughs> give yourself some time and things will fall into place. And, I think one advice I would give to all the girls who, is, who are going through a breakup is just let yourself feel the feels. Like if you want to cry, cry. You know, if you want to be happy and go out and get drunk, do that. If you want to like text a new boy, do that. But be also like very aware and cautious of, you know, what's going on with yourself. So yeah, like let yourself feel the feels. Yeah, I love, I definitely recommend the same. Like, I mean, I was crying for like, I don't even know for how long. Like, I basically spent my birthday crying because I broke up like the day before my birthday. And then the whole mm. week was just like, this is great celebration. For oh my God. I can only imagine. You're just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it's so important to feel like, let yourself to feel the feelings because like then after that I was just like kind of you know when you've cried so much that there's like nothing left it's like, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I mean I think the fact that me and him we had a break before like we didn't really talk the three weeks before kind of helped um because you know I, I got myself busy with my business and stuff and um when we had that talk and like things kind of went back to like that break period of time so yeah, I definitely made it easy, but I was so anxious the entire time. And it's like, oh my God, what's going to happen? How am I going to do this? Like he was supporting me financially too. So I was like, how am I going to do this? You know, like, oh my God, how am I going to make this without him sending me money or something like that? But here I am six, not even six months. We broke up at the beginning of July. So that's like what, July, August, September, October, November. So like five months later, mm -hmm. we're here. 
Yeah. And I know that that yeah. is, I mean, that totally was cool. like why I also stayed for so long in my previous relationship was because I had this fully disbelief that I'm not able to support myself financially. And I think it's so sad. And I've talked about this with so many people and mm -hmm. so many people literally their like number one excuse is that like, yeah, I would like, I know I like, I should break up, but like, I don't know how I'm able to take care of myself. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like it's like, yeah. You, there are so many people doing exactly. it. so many people taking exactly so like why couldn't you as well but it's a like obviously it's a jump outside of your comfort and you know like he also helped me to start my business like he gave me the first cushion for my run for the first month so I was thinking what if I don't make run for the second month like mm -hmm. how I'm gonna you know how I'm gonna pay how I'm gonna do this but I think all that fear was also my drive to do good in business and to push myself to limits or, you know, basically I said, once I started my business, like I cannot afford to have fears or doubts or insecurities or some sort of like fucked up mindset that holds me back because now this is my baby. This is my child and I have to be strong for it. And yeah, so like the fear of a breakup totally helped me flourish and be the beautiful boss bitch that I am today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's so like, again, I don't, I don't know. I just want to say that like, because I've been following your journey for so long and I feel like, I don't know if I even knew that you broke up, but I remember that there like was a shift at some point, like in the way that you like to show up, like just some sort yeah. of like energy shift and like how you all of a sudden seem like so confident and just like so in like in love with yourself, like in the best, like just in the best way possible. Yeah. It's, like it's definitely the breakup. You know, I, obviously it took a lot of time to look back into myself and like, bond the relationship that I had with the inner baby Urta because <clears throat> that 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 connection was gone like long gone so I had to reconnect with my inner self but the breakup and everything was happening at the same time so when we broke up I felt like the weight lifted off my shoulders and I felt so free and that feeling I was like oh my god why am I feeling this way I feel guilty that I feel so good about the breakup because he was supposedly the one and I realized if I feel so free, then he wasn't the right one. Um, and yeah, over, over the time, I, you know, invested more and more of time into myself and um, to connect with my inner self. And yeah, and I think, I think, yeah, that the breakup was definitely a shift. Now that I look back, I look back, I'm like, it was the tipping point. And I just like jumped into the greatness. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. What is something like you've gone through this amazing journey this year and there's so much to come like in the future. Oh my God, I can see it all for you. Just like amazing <laughs> things happening in the future. So like, what are some other like takeaways or things that you would like to share with people who are going through this journey of like going for their dreams and really taking these um, leaps and like really taking action? Like what have been like big yeah. things? <clears throat> so I think it's important thing to remind our listeners that I am still in my full-time position. So I have Monday through Friday job and then I work on my business 
um, Monday and Tuesday after work. And then I, I look or I work with my clients Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesdays is like my day where I do whatever I want. Um, and also, you know, I've been doing this only for like six months. So it's not that I've been doing, you know, business for 10 years, but what I've noticed, um, a couple years ago, I was in a business school and all my student fellow student mates, they were saying, Oh, I want to start my own business. I want to start my own business. And I was like, no, my own business is not for me. I can't do this. I don't have the knowledge. I don't know how to do accounting. I don't know how to do math. I'm shit at this. I'm shit at that. But then, um, you know, I thought like, I can't be working for somebody else my entire life. So I just have to start somewhere. Um, it took me a minute to figure out what that is, like what I want to do with my business. Thank God for lash extensions and beauty industry. Mm -hmm. um, and one not one, many things that I've noticed in the last six months is there's so many things that people don't share about how they learn things. So I didn't know much about social media strategies. I liked writing, but I didn't have strategic writing for, you know, sales pitches. I didn't know that I have to have a business plan. I couldn't set goals for one year, five years or 10 years. All I could set was like one week goals or like one month goals. I had so much anxiety about everything and my head was just full of things that I have to do. And I kept on losing myself by watching other people's work and accounts when I just needed to read and educate myself. So, um, I think, um, a few things that I like, I would definitely recommend to other people starting out or just, or, thinking about starting out is just gather as much information without making decisions on it. So I read multiple articles and blogs about Instagram and posting on Instagram and like picture taking and angles and, um, you know, when post what. So I did a lot of research before making a decision at the, like at the very few I want to say like first few weeks, I would read an article and try to implement everything and then read another article and implement all that. But then after a couple of months, I was starting to get overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh my God, there's so many different techniques out there. I can't be using all of them because it's a chaos. So I just started absorbing all the information and slowly give time to process it, you know, and sit with it. And then overnight or over a couple of days, you would pick, you would decide what do you like from this article, what you like from other article, what you can do from this article, what you can do from the other blog and just kind of piece your own way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say like gather all the information, but don't make decisions on it and don't um, try to implement absolutely everything. Just pick one thing, let it sit, try it out. Don't be afraid to try, delete it, repost it, um, re-say it, um, you know, write things in your notes, rewrite it, delete it again, do it, do it, do it. Don't be afraid to like copy and take somebody's example. Um, and don't listen to other people. Absolutely do not listen to other people. You have to blindly follow your gut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big thanks. You know, I, I'm going to like share this. So I think it was like three months mark. And for me, it was a huge thing because I was thinking me, a business owner, never. I'm like such a airhead or whatever. And I was talking with this girl and 
she was like, not to put you down, but you're three months part-time. I want to see you being six months full-time. And basically she said that my business is not real. And it's sad. It stung. Oh girl, it stung my heart for the longest time. And then when the six months came, I was like, I feel like I can't celebrate because it's not a real business because I'm doing it part-time. But I'm at the same time, I'm investing so much energy into this. I'm constantly in a go, 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 go mood. I'm like, I cannot be sitting back and not giving myself credit for it. And then I posted into this like Facebook group that I'm part of saying, you know, this is how I feel and I can't shake it off. And everybody's saying like, it's a real business. Like you have the name, you have the logo, you have branding. It's real. You're making money. It's real business. And I was saying, you know, one year is about to happen and I feel like I, I'm not allowed to celebrate because somebody said that it's not a real business. And I was like, no, fuck it. It's going to be one year. It's going to be big. I'm going to like go big or go home. And, you know, not, it's, it's really hard to, when you're starting out, you're so fragile because you're learning everything. You're doubting yourself. You're questioning all these things. So when somebody is like that, with confidence comes to you and say, oh, just try to do this for six months or like discount you, it really stings. It can sit with you for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to just push through it. Just keep going, even if you have it in your heart. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And like when you just like when you and I know that you have my actually I have like my last question that I'm going to ask you but like when you <laughs> when you have that like when you deep down know that this is what I want to do and like you you can just like because I can personally just feel it like I'm on the right path and this is what I'm supposed to be doing absolutely there's going to be so many people doubting you and like just criticizing you you just cannot let other people's opinions, you know, affect your vision or just like what you see for yourself because they cannot see what's inside of your head and they don't need to understand it. And they, you know, I feel like everything that comes to criticism is the universe in some way just testing you and like really being like, are you, you, you know, like maybe trying to get your faith in this even like more or just definitely. And like you say, a good point, like they don't need to understand what's going on in your head and your journey. Like they absolutely, they will never because they're not you and you're not them. So you will forever be different and they don't need to, you don't have to explain yourself. Just blindly trust your gut and go where you want to go. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. My last question for you, and this is what mm -hmm. I usually ask everyone because I am just fascinated by this and I'm so curious. So what is your vision? I know you said you want to be become a millionaire in the next decade, but the vision for your life and for your business, what's the big vision? So my vision for my business is I want to have a luxurious oasis because I don't want to call it a salon. I want to have a luxurious oasis where women can come and leave all the worries behind the door, just relax, escape the real world, and have beauty treatments done to them, like so personalized, so luxurious, like, you know, you walk in, it's nice music, everything looks really clean, and like white, and, and everybody knows you, and it's just like this 
small little female world where you forget about your kids, forget about the shitty job they have or boyfriend issues, or, you know, you broke your shoe or your eyeliner is not even, or something didn't happen, like some kind of contract didn't go through anything that's going on in your life. You can forget there. Um, and, and, and then, you know, you get your lashes done and you wake up and you feel confident, inspired, and you're ready to go, go back out there into that nasty world, kick ass and take names and be a boss bitch. So that is my vision. Amazing. How about for your like personal life? Like what does that look like? Mm, For my personal, I definitely want to continue, um, focusing on myself, like my, like the connection the connection with inner yurti because um, it's very important. So I want to grow spiritually and um, yeah, I think I want to grow spiritually, focus on my business and just kind of be the better version of myself that I am today. And, you know, eventually I would like to share my story publicly to more people um, I've been through a lot in my life. I've learned a lot of things in my life. So I would like to inspire others by just through my work and my story. I think, yeah, that'd be nice. Have a TED talk and be like, listen, y'all, I got you. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Me too. Let's, we can meet at the TED, like whatever event. And yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing like amazing advice. What's like the, okay. Now, before I ask you to share the last thing that you want to share with people, where can people find you if they want to, you know, get their face and all of it. (laughs) Yeah. So I hope that a lot of London girls are listening so they can come (laughs) see me for lashes and like feel empowered and see my luxurious little room. Um, my lash account in Instagram page is called nine to five lashes. It's nine dot two dot five dot lashes. Um, and my personal account, I'm not going to share that actually, cause I keep those <laughs> two separate. So yeah, follow my nine to five lashes. Yeah. On Instagram. Put it in the show notes so people can go and check out the beautiful lashes that you do. I wish I'm like, Thank when you. I- come visit like in London I'm definitely gonna get my lashes done thank you I hope by the time you get you come it's gonna be like one year anniversary so we can like party together and celebrate even more wins but um yeah no thank you so much for having me like this was a totally you know out of the blue thing I was listening podcasts I was like I have to talk to her I want to share my story and like have people listen to it so thank you for having me Thank you for making it so quick too. Like we just talked about it last week and now we're here talking. So thanks I'm so much. I'm always here for you girls. <laughs> like, hey, hey. Okay. It's just crazy. It's like, it's crazy how we connecting via Instagram through podcasts. Like thank God for connect more technology. Okay. Last thing that you want to live um, our listeners with. Just one. Um, listen to Cardi B. Love yourself, you know, don't be afraid to treat yourself. Um, and don't let people with bad lashes tell you a thing about life. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you.